Christian greetings to you, my brothers and my sisters. I'm back again with a very exciting word, a word that I know many of you can identify with. The topic today is joy. Joy. What is joy? Hey, let's look at a dictionary definition. The Merriam-Webster dictionary defines joy as the emotion evoked by well-being, success, or good fortune, or by the prospect of possessing what one desires. The expression or exhibition of such emotion, gaiety. Now, be careful with that word, gaiety. Today, you can't say that you are gay without someone looking at you in a funny way. The old people will say that they are full of glee and they are gay, but it didn't mean to be uh, a homosexual. It just meant that they are. It just meant that they had a lot of happiness in them. But today, you can't say that word anymore in that context. Another meaning to say is a state of happiness, or in other words, intense happiness or bliss, a source or cause of delight. And what did it say about happy? Favored by luck or fortune. Fortunate, a happy coincidence. Notably fitting, effective, or well-adapted. Enjoying or characterized by well-being and contentment. Well, what does the Bible say? Does this fit into what the Bible say is joy? We will get back to the word after this. You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The topic today is joy. Joy. Many times people use the word happy. They always use the word, I'm, I'm so happy today. Oh yes, such happiness in my life. But you hardly hear many people saying joy. Why is that so? Well, I hope that this discourse today will bring out the difference between joy and happy or happiness. Let's go on into the word, but before we do so, let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, creator of heaven and earth, the eternal, immortal, invisible, only wise Elohim, I come to you today in the name of your son Yeshua, asking that you will draw near. And Father, that you will open our hearts and our minds. Give us understanding. Let us understand your will for us. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray. In your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. What's your joy? Or what's in your joy? This is a song, uh, a chorus that is enjoyed by all age groups. Maybe you know the song. The joy of the Lord is my strength. 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 He heals the brokenhearted and they cry no more. He heals the brokenhearted and they cry no more. He heals the brokenhearted and they cry no more. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Do you know that song? He gives me living water and I thirst no more. He gives me living water and I thirst no more. He gives me living water and I thirst no more. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Brothers and sisters, most people have a common goal in life, to find happiness. Everyone wants to be happy in their relationships, with their jobs, and just in general. 
But obstacles can sometimes get in the way and prevent you from finding that happiness that you crave so much. You know what I'm talking about. You might try finding joy in less conventional ways and forget that you can only find true happiness in one person and that is Yahweh. Listen to me brothers and sisters. You see joy and happiness coexist for an important reason to allow us to live a fulfilling life. However, the scripture says, Yeshua is saying here in the word, and which of you with taking thought can add to his stature one cubit? You may worry about the things that will bring you happiness. You may worry about that goal. You may worry about your plans in the future. And Yahweh is saying, Yeshua is saying, which one of you by taking thought or by worrying or by pondering or contemplating can add to his stature one cubit or can you add any height to your stature can you by wondering or pondering can you get yourself to grow taller if a man is short and he wants to get into the basketball league or join the nba and he's too short can he by worrying about it overnight wake up in the morning at the proper height no this cannot happen this is impossible and this is what yeshua is saying he also says in luke chapter 12 and verse 15 and he said unto them take heed and beware of covetousness for a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. You see, too many times people believe that their joy comes from the things in which they possess. But many people have all the money in the world. They have all the cars in the world. They have all the house in the world that they want. But the house is not a home, you see, my brother and my sister. The house is not a home and there is no joy there. There was happiness. Happiness was there when they possessed it initially. But now the excitement has worn off and the grandeur has worn off and joy is nowhere to be found. So brothers and sisters, don't worry. Don't fret. Don't stress about the things in life. For Yahweh said in his word, listen to me now carefully. Yahweh said in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And when Yahweh gave it to you, when Yeshua gave it to you, therefore you can say that is true joy because it came from Yahweh above and it did not come by you craving and lusting after the things of the world or the lust of the eyes, my brother and my sister. This is talking about now the difference between happiness and joy. You see, brothers and sisters, while one is more accountable to our goals, wishes, and desires, the other is a natural instinct and emotion that has always lived within us. According to a report by the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, Autonomy, defined as the feeling that your life defined as the feeling that your life, its activities and habits are self-chosen and self-endorsed is the number one contributor to happiness. When it comes to happiness, we sometimes feel trapped in those moments where we acquire X, then it will result to Z or happiness. But that is the farthest thing from the truth. Because when I have more money, 
then I can be happy. When I have more time, then I can be happy. When I purchase a house, then I can be happy. But no, my brothers and my sisters, this is not joy. That's just a state of happiness because you work towards the goal. I worked towards that goal, so I am happy then. But there is no joy after I have realized my goals, my brother and my sister. I hope you are following me today. One can still feel joy and not be happy. All the money in the world will not make you happy. Marrying a millionaire will not make you happy. It will only be for a time, but the joy still evades you. Many women marry millionaire husbands, and they run off to be with a poorer guy who brings true happiness or joy, who brings that joy, that fulfillment that stays with them. Follow me closely. You can still feel joy in an unhappy place. You see, it is important to know the difference between being happy and having joy. Uh, one person said that, wrote this song, that if it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. If it makes you happy, then why are you so sad? You see, apparently, being happy is not what's always best for you and me. This is because it's an emotion in which we experience feelings ranging from contentment and satisfaction to bliss and intense pleasure. Whereas, listen to me, whereas joy is a stronger, less common feeling than happiness, we experience joy when we achieve selflessness to the point of personal sacrifice. We feel joy when we are spiritually connected to Yahweh or to people. Only Yahweh can give us true joy. In this world, we can do what might allow us to feel bliss or pleasure, but ultimately they leave us feeling empty. You can attest to that. You can attest to that. You can go on a cruise. It makes you happy, but the cruise comes to an end. You can go on a vacation in a foreign land, but when that vacation is finished, you have to face reality. You can get that brand new car today, but when the car is two weeks old, the happiness wears off and there's no joy. You drive that car while you are sad. You drive the car to work sad. You drive back home from the job sad. You see my brother and my sister. You may win the lottery today. You may win the million dollars today and you may be happy because that happiness is as a result of external circumstances or situation. But in the midst of having that million dollars, your happiness has left because everybody wants to get some kind of money from you. Everybody is asking for a donation and you feel sad, you feel depressed. You see, so that is not joy, my brother and my sister. I hope you're listening to me. In this world, we can do what might allow us to feel bliss or pleasure, but ultimately, they leave us feeling empty. Ironically, the Apostle Paul knew this all too well. You see, follow me to Galatians chapter 5. Follow me to Galatians chapter 5. Paul actually lists some of the things, sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. These things bring temporal fulfillment and gratification to the flesh. Hear me out now. So while these things are happening, people feel happy. But take these things away. 
They feel as if they're the only person in the world. My brothers and my sisters, if you didn't know it already, the Bible is pretty specific about these things. You see, but now we go down into Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22 and 23. After all those things that people seek after, the pleasures of life, yes, these gratification, the lustful ambitions and desires, the lust of the eyes and the lust of the world and gratifying the flesh, these things are only bringing in temporal happiness but Paul is saying here that the fruit of the spirit is love that's number one and number two joy after love comes joy my brother and my sister that's the only how you can get true joy because you have the fruit of the spirit and the fruit of the spirit is imparted unto you by Yahweh himself so after joy brings peace long suffering leads to gentleness gentleness leads to goodness goodness leads to faith Faith leads to meekness and temperance. And the scripture says, against such there is no law. This is the source of true joy. This is initiated from the inside and is not affected by what is on the outside, brothers and sisters. So if you want to feel the spirit, if you want to get into the spirit, my brother and my sister, then have some joy in your life. Have some love in your life. Have some peace and long suffering because the things of the world will not bring bring joy it will be a stop gap my brother and my sister would you say praise the name of the most high a little bit later in that same verse paul tells us that if we walk in the ways of yahweh then we will experience joy and other feelings as well love peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control but hear me now paul is not implying that happiness is all bad we may feel happy as a result of any number of things that are not wrong morally, but the larger point is that happiness as a feeling is not predicated on something necessarily being good for us. A man may think that smoking drugs will make him happy and numbing the pain because of life's trials and tribulations. He may drink alcohol, he may go to the strip clubs, he may go out partying, he may have hundreds of women. That is just a temporary itch, my brother and my sister being satisfied. But it does not bring joy. Joy, hear me, my brother and my sister. Joy, on the other hand, is at least grounded in the idea that something is good for someone else. We have joy when, even in our suffering, we are acting towards someone else's well-being. If you have ever selflessly given of yourself or that which you own, you are certainly familiar with this feeling. You see, joy comes when you go to the hospital and you visit those who are bedridden. Joy comes when you go to the home for the elderly and you sing with them and you pray with them and you do something kind for them. That brings joy. Joy comes when you give of your money to charity. That brings joy. Joy is always there. Sometimes it's untapped until you are put to the test and you recognize that even though you don't have the money in the bank and you don't have the fancy car to drive or the big house or the big job you have a joy within you and you can always have a smile on your face and people will always want to know what's the secret to your happiness it is not what is the secret to your happiness it's because you have joy and you know that your redeemer live it 
The song says, I've got a joy, 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 joy down in my heart, down in my heart, down in my heart. I got a joy, 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 joy down in my heart and it's there to stay, down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Yeshua in my heart and I'm so happy, so very happy. I have the love of Yeshua in my heart. Oh yes, the devil doesn't like it, but hey, it's down in your heart, down in your heart. The devil doesn't like it, but it's down in your heart and down in your heart to stay. Do you say amen, my brother and my sister? This also explains verses in the Bible that might initially seem difficult to understand without this distinction between joy and happiness. For instance, Hebrews 12 2 makes a lot more sense in this context. It reads, Let us fix our eyes on Yeshua, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. You see, Yeshua went to the crucible. Yeshua went to Calvary. He was spat upon. He was mocked. He was slapped. He was beaten 40 stripes. His flesh was ripped from his back. He was beaten so badly. He was a bloody lamb going to the cross for you and for me. But the scripture says, who for the joy set before him endured the cross. When he looked down through the ages and he saw you and me, who will be lost forever without him going to the cross. He went to the cross because he was filled with joy knowing that you and me will be saved today by accepting the gospel. Do you say amen, my brother and my sisters? So when you are going through the crucible, when you are going through the river, remember Yeshua says that it will not overflow you. When you are in the fire, he said that the fire will not kindle upon you. Brothers and sisters, didn't Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego went into the fiery furnace? They had a joy within them. The apostles were beaten. They were beaten and put into prison. And when they were released, they went to the homes of the other apostles and they rejoiced that these things had happened to them because they recognized that Yahweh had said, Yeshua said in the word, count it all joy when you shall enter into these sort of situations count it all joy when they shall say all manner of evil against you and persecute you and revile you and accuse you falsely for my name's sake this is what joy is joy is something that Yahweh puts in you it's not happiness my brother and my sister then all this might cause us to consider what motivates us in life if all our efforts are focused on trying to be happy I think that we may be missing the point here don't you think so don't you think so? But if our purpose is to have joy in our lives, then we have committed to one another in a way that seeks something better than simple self-satisfaction. We have got to look out for one another. We have got to exalt one another. Look to the affairs of others and not to ourselves. Put others first and put ourselves last. That brings joy. That evoke that sense, that strong conviction of joy within your mind, within your heart, within your life, brothers and sisters. So let me ask you this question. What are you doing in the world that is causing you joy? If you can't answer that question currently, be assured that there is still good news. Would you say amen? For you still have time to leave the despair behind. You have Yeshua. You have Jesus, the son of Yahweh. So put yourself out there and do something good for someone else and feel what happens. This is joy. And once you feel it, you will know hope, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, 
faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Oh yes, my brothers and my sisters. And it is in those things that you will come to know Yahweh. As Christians, hear me now, as Christians, our ultimate source of joy is the gospel. Come on, do I get a big amen? As Christians, our ultimate source of joy is the gospel. We can remain joyful even when life gets hard because we know that Yahweh is more powerful than any circumstance, than any situation out there. I'm coming down to the end, but I want to bring it home with a bang. Sorrow prepares you for joy. It violently sweeps everything out of your house so that new joy can find space to enter. You see, when Hurricane Irma and Maria came in 2017, a lot of your flat screen television, a lot of your big double door refrigerators, a lot of your big dressing table and your clothes and your expensive shoes and your bags and your jewelry went out the door with Irma and she never returned them. And you felt sad, you felt depressed, you felt gloomy, you felt as if the world had come to an end. You see, my brother and my sister, but in a few years time today, look back at what you lost and what you have today. You have replaced those things because they are replaceable. You see, it shakes the yellow leaves from the bow of your heart so that fresh green leaves can grow in their place. It pulls up the rotten roots so that new roots hidden beneath have room to grow. Brothers and sisters, the psalmist says in Psalms 30 verse 5, for his anger is but for a moment, his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, my brother and my sister, but joy comes in the morning. Sometimes we go through the crucible. Sometimes we carry our crosses. But let me tell you something. Even with carrying your crosses, you still can experience joy. For that joy has been placed there by Yeshua himself. He said, peace I leave with you. My peace give I unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Brothers and sisters, this is what brings joy, knowing that we will see him, knowing that he has gone away to prepare mansions for us. That will keep us filled with joy, even though we are going through persecution, even though we are going through victimization, even though we are going through all of this, Yahweh is saying to you, you have joy because I gave it to you. And that is why the song says, I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river. I've got peace like a river in my soul. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean. I've got love like an ocean in my soul. What do you say? I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. You see, the world did not give it to you. The world did not give it to me. So the world can't take it away. Lamentations chapter 3 and verse 22 and 23 says, It is of Yahweh's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Once we know that we are up in the morning to give Yahweh praise and thanks, we have got a joy because we know that he is up there on his throne and he will direct our steps. Brothers and sisters, here's what Job said in Job 19 verse 25 to 27. For I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand on the latter day upon the earth. And though after my skin worms destroy this body, yet in my flesh I shall see Yahweh. 
whom I shall see for myself, and mine eyes shall behold, and not another, though my reins be consumed within me. This is what makes the Christian have joy in his heart, though he is going through hell and earth. He knows that a day is coming, a better day is coming. He knows that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. He knows that though his family is broken up, and though his marriage is broken up, and though his children are wayward and are in the grave or in the jail or in the hospital or rebellious or recalcitrant or stiff-necked, he knows that one day the sun will come out and the clouds will be scattered away. Yes, joy comes in the morning. The scripture says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and my sisters, whenever you face trials of many kind, because you know that by the testing of your faith produces perseverance. James chapter 1 verse 2 and 3. Oh yes, brothers and sisters. So may the God of hope fill you with all joy. This is Romans 15, 13. So may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes, by the power of the Holy Ghost when you know that you can trust Yahweh, when you know that you have hope in Yahweh, you can have joy and peace. And though there are hurricanes coming and though there are earthquakes, you know that if you should die, it is well with your soul. That is true joy. The source of all joy is Yahweh. And John 15, 11 says, I have told you this so that my joy may be in you, that your joy may be complete. Our joy cannot be complete with the things in the world because of what the world gave you. Your joy will not be complete. People kill themselves with millions of dollars in their bank account. They slit their wrist. They jump off of roofs. They drink to their death. They overdose on pills because, you see, they don't have joy. They only had happiness when the money came in. But now, now that the money is there, they have nothing, nothing there that can keep them because they don't have the love of Yahweh within them. So money don't bring joy. My brother and my sister, true joy is from above. Someone says that there's some simple ways to find joy in everyday life. Stop worrying. Stop waiting to be happy. Make self-care part of your routine. Get in a joyful state of mind. Oh yes, appreciate the small things. Go out and look at the bees. Look at the butterflies. Look at the birds flying by. Look at the waves just rolling by. Look at nature. Look at the trees. I saw some trees after Irma. They were all broken up. They were gray with death. But my brother and my sister, as time went by, as the weeks rolled by, as the months rolled by, those trees began to bring leaf. And though they were disfigured still, the leaves covered the broken and disfigured branches. And they covered up all of the brokenness and all of the evidence that they went through trauma. Brothers and sisters, we can learn from the tree. I looked at uh, a broadcast where this man was sent to prison for 37 years for a rape that he did not commit. And when he was interviewed and asked how come he survived, what kept him, he said, I went to prison, but I did not allow my mind to go to prison. Brothers and sisters, yes, we are in the world. Yes, we will be faced with trials and tribulations. We will be faced with temptations and diverse temptations. But let me tell you something. Don't let your circumstances dictate the outcome. Because you have joy and you have Yeshua. And that's why sometimes we must say, 
Yahweh grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Nehemiah chapter 8 and verse 10 says, Then said he unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet, and send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry for the joy of Yahweh. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. Yes, the joy of the Lord is your strength, is my strength. And Proverbs chapter 17 verse 22, Solomon says, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dried up the bones. Put some joy in it, my brother and my sister. Let us pray. Father, I thank you today for your word. I thank you, Father in heaven, that a merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dried up the bones. Help us to look to you, Father, the source and strength of our joy. Yes, we may be going through the crucible. Yes, we may be going through sufferings here. But you said in your word, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. So Father in heaven, let us sing the song, I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain. I've got joy like a fountain in my soul. Help us, I pray. Give us strength, I pray, Father in heaven. You said in your word, for your anger is but for a moment. Your favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Father, I rejoice in your word. I rejoice because of your word your scripture give me the assurance your scripture give me faith faith to look towards the hope that I have set my mind on that you will come and my faith shall soon be made sight so I thank you for giving us this joy this joy unspeakable and full of glory this is my prayer for the brothers and the sisters all over the world who are hearing this gospel that they may set their hearts and mind and affections on things above and not on things below Thank you for hearing my prayer, for I ask it in no other name but your Son, with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tartola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1284 547 4601